spiritual. I'm your host, Annie, and I'm here with my bestie, Ashley, and we'd love for you to join us as we discuss all aspects of spirituality and wellness. So sit back, take a breath, and let's get spiritual. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hi, guys. So this time, we're going to talk about holding space and what that means. So this one's a little bit of a tough one almost, but it's yeah. so good when we can learn about it, figure it out and apply it in our exactly. lives. Exactly. So what it means to hold space is being physically, mentally, and emotionally present for someone else or for yourself as a way to offer support as they or you feel feelings. Okay. Get some room to feel some feelings. Yeah. And especially do it for yourself. I feel a lot of people hold space don't. for others, Other people and don't but they know don't do, do it for it. themselves. And we need to learn that. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And it's doing that without any judgment or reaction for when you're doing holding space for someone else or for yourself. Mm-hmm. As hard, yeah, it is. Uh, we all judge ourselves so much. It hurts my heart. And I hear it in society and I hear it at work and I just hear people just talk so poorly about themselves for making such human small everyday mistakes and like i've become the hue in the office when i hear someone go i'm that was stupid i'm like no you're not don't say that i don't like that word i say that all the time now to the people as someone said it the other day i'm like we're not gonna use that word you're a human you made a mistake it's okay and like that's essentially what holding space is it's allowing these things to happen non-judgmentally and just letting it happen. It's letting yourself be a human being. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't want to feel feelings and we end up developing really unhealthy coping mechanisms and techniques as a result, because it's hard. It's hard to feel things because it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and not everyone likes it. Um, But when we hold space and we experience these feelings and allow them to come up and out, it's really a beautiful thing because you release it Mm -hmm. and yeah, maybe it comes up again, but you allow these things to come up and go. It's like the clouds yeah. in the sky. It's not always going to be a thunderstorm. You allow these storms to just come through and then just leave. Yeah. You know, you feel through it and it goes. And I think when you get over the initial ick of having to hold space for yourself, because again, I really, especially after the therapy session that I had today and just the things that I've experienced in the last week for having to like be my own cheerleader and yeah. hold space and set boundaries for myself it um it definitely gets easier it's yeah. never going to be like well maybe and maybe it will cuz i just haven't gotten there myself but it's never just going to be like a maybe easy thing or you know just like that you might just flow into it necessarily yeah. but it's definitely going to become because less emotions scary. are hard yeah and that's the part that's hard but working through them i mm-hmm. think is the part that gets, gets a little easier. bit easier yeah. and sometimes it's going to be harder than others based on the depth and the emotion that you're feeling. Yeah. And to harken back on the childhood trauma episode, I think that in my realization that I don't hold space for myself enough, it's because the reactions of others when I do that, especially in my life growing up, has not always been uh, a great no, reaction. I would not, I know that I can speak for myself growing up. I have a lot of big emotions. I have ADHD and I feel everything so much. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of felt like I've been too much because not a lot of people knew how to hold space for all of that. Right. Therefore, I didn't know how to hold space and I developed really unhealthy mechanisms Mm -hmm. to 
tone myself down and dampen myself. And even now, as I'm coming back into myself where it is okay to feel all these feelings Mm -hmm. and work through them, it's messy and it's hard. Yeah. (laughs) And you still have moments of judgment, even on yourself or just self-doubt is really the thing. Cause I immediately, I'm like, I don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to feel like I'm judging my life and emotions on them all the time. So it does. It's, Yeah, it does take practice. And it's something that once I feel like you do, when you realize how good it feels to do it, you aren't so hesitant to do it moving forward, but you might always have a a little bit of hesitation. Cause like Danny just said, there's emotions that are attached to having to, if you're at a point where you have to hold space for yourself because someone isn't doing it for you, You... it's not necessarily going to, it's not going to be fun. No, (laughs) it's necessary. But like, as a crystal practitioner, I've seen firsthand what storing emotions looks mm-hmm. like and not working through them. So it's very important to learn practices. And even if you weren't aware up until today, now you are aware that it's hold space for yourself and for others mm-hmm. um, because it really gets stuck in our energetic field and it trickles down to our physical bodies and it comes out in irritability, mm-hmm. just like attracting more negative experiences, just being stuck and like cloudy tense all the time it's yeah. not it's not good to stay ruminating in no. emotions whether it's anger sadness like it just we talked about it you don't vacate you vacation to these places yeah these, these uncomfortable feelings and emotions it's in the only way to get out of it and get home from that vacation is to work through it yeah it's not don't want to sit and reside in it and i definitely think that when you are more of an aware person and you realize that holding space is important, again, you hopefully realize that you need to hold that space for yourself first and foremost, because when you can do that for yourself, you can recognize in other people when they may need it as well. Yeah. And like, that's kind of what I get into next, like holding space allows you to have the time and the room to work through these things, but like holding space for someone else is, gets a little tricky. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So What it means to hold space for someone else is just letting that person be sad without trying to fix it. And that I think is like embedded in us. We just want to make everyone feel better and feel comfortable and fix things in their lives because we care about them and we love them. And it's all so well-intended, but sometimes you can't fix a problem or it just just sometimes it doesn't be need fixing. It just needs to, to be opened to and be. out there. And the person just needs to like, get it off of their chest. They don't need you to yeah. fix it. I feel like this is something that happens in couples a lot, a lot and because, families. Yes. I think. But with couples, especially, I feel like men in our society are not allowed to necessarily put their emotions out there or explain how they're feeling they are kind of taught to be the fixers, right? Yeah, and or women like, are deal like, with it. Yeah. And-, and women, we just, we can't help it. We need to like talk about our stuff. Yeah. We have and feelings. I see that, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. And I see that in couples a lot where like the, the female, whatever, one person in the relationship, and I don't want to actually put like sex on this, but one person in the relationship may be more of a person that needs to hold space by saying how they feel and just yeah. being sad. And sometimes that other person in the couple is like, well, let's try to fix it. And that's not what needs or like, to happen. Yeah. Like how do we fix it? How do we move on through it? Yeah. Like, and sometimes no. the moving on is the crying, the being sad and the other person just kind of sitting there and just being there for them. Yeah. And I think, again, it's all well-intended, mm-hmm. but it's still not 
the best for the situation yeah. sometimes. Sometimes intentions are great, but if it's not helping the other person maybe grow or, or let the situation be productive, it's actually like Especially not when it good. comes to grief, if someone or something like a close pet mm-hmm. or someone has passed or something like that, you just have to let that person be sad. Yeah, I smell oh, food. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you just have to let a person be sad. It's a sad situation. I mean, yes, you want to be there and support them, but mm-hmm. sometimes it just means letting them have space to process everything that's happening yeah. and not bombard them with, oh, what can I do to make you feel better? How can I make you feel yeah. better? And it's just like, let me just be sad. This sucks. Yeah. And I even find that to be hard on myself because I'd like to. I, in trying to be more aware of feelings, emotions, and things like that, I try not to focus too much on the problem. I want to yeah, put exactly. more of my energy into and the it's solution. Good. Yeah. You should place more like energy. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about that balance too, because you don't want to stay stuck in this sad emotion right. for too long, but it's about finding the balance and working through it, talking with people who hold the space for you and just Mm -hmm. let you be and talk about how it sucks and why it sucks. And I kind of just makes it a little better so that it's, you, it's like a step out of the mud each time you get closer to the solution part of maybe the problem when you have that ability to just let it all out there, maybe sit in it for a bit and And then realize you gotta. Yeah. And there's a lot of like different emotions, especially when it comes to like grief Mm -hmm. and um like breakup or a huge life altering like change of jobs or whatever it is like emotions are complicated things yeah (laughs) Yeah. traumatic event in your life from whatever kind of situation Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into it and if you don't give yourself the time to process it or give others that space and time it usually comes up in a blowout whether yeah <laughs> like an angry blowout or just like uh your emotions build up you cry at yeah. like the simplest thing at work like mm-hmm. the printer didn't print right or something <laughs> and you're just like ah. your pen ran out of ink like, yeah. yeah and it that's how they they come out in really weird unpredictable kinds of ways. Mm -hmm. So by working through it, acknowledging feelings, not ignoring the fact that we have feelings, society, stop it. We have feelings. We're emotional beings. We need to process, understand, and explore feelings. Exactly. Um, And holding space can also look like an actual shoulder for someone to cry on, like being physically present for someone and letting them vent about a situation again, without trying to fix it and just letting them vent about it. It's, I, I do this and it's hard for me because of like ADHDs. I like to relate to people and that's a way for me to connect with them. Like, oh yeah, I understand where you're coming from because I too have been through mm-hmm. something similar. So I resonate with you on this. And it usually comes out as like me sounding a little selfish because now I'm talking about myself yeah. and my situation. And like, I've really tried to find a better balance with that mm-hmm. and find a more appropriate time to yeah. let the person know I, I connect with you on this rather than in the moment when they're telling me about it. Right. To kind of flip it. It's on, hard yeah. because my brain's like, Oh, connect, tell them, you yeah. know, too. And it's like, Nope. I, and I can just let them be in this feeling and know how it's like without bringing that attention to myself and allowing them the moment yeah. and the validity in their self yeah. in that time. And I, I definitely have found myself in that particular situation because we're also empathetic people. We want people yeah. to know that we can relate with them. Like, and I care about you and especially yeah. because like I relate. Yeah. I've mindfully though, like even if I have a similar situation where I may even know a speck of what someone's feeling, I've blatantly just 
gotten myself to the point where I'm like, I, I literally couldn't imagine like, yeah. and maybe not even going into a detail, but being like, you know, I've gone through something that's kind of like this. So like, but, I yeah. do understand some of what you're feeling, but literally validating for them. Like, yeah, I couldn't imagine everything that you're going through because I'm not in this situation. I mean, you're and, not that. Yeah. And- my similar situation is my is situation, mine, not yours. And so I don't know how you're feeling. It's like such a battle in my brain. And mm-hmm. it's a personal challenge of mine because again, it, all of these things come from such a loving, warm, mm-hmm. compassionate place, but it doesn't translate in the moment that yeah. way. And I think sometimes in wanting to be like that, yeah, letting someone know, I, I don't know what you're going through, but yeah. I'm still here, here for you. you or that's I, really the best. I can't yeah. feel as sad as you are in the situation because yeah. I didn't have that connection. Yeah. You but don't I'm have to, here for you exactly. while you're going through yeah. it. You don't have to actually relate with someone to be human enough and to be empathetic enough to be like, like I, I have no idea what you're going through, but I'm going to go through this with you. If yeah. it means it's going to help you. Exactly. So. And it's also like giving someone actual physical space. So then mm-hmm. if that person's like, well, I'd need to maybe not see you for a little while. That's just- where I fight things. You're like, I want to tell you that I've gone through this. And I'm like, I want to smother you with love <laughs> and affections and I everything. I just want to send you flowers and yeah, give you like, hugs I just, and we, let we you should, know. We should be talking all the time or I should just be by you so that way my good energy can rub off on you. Yeah, that's where I have the hard yeah. time. Like, and do you look, need space? What? Yeah, what? What? What about me? (laughs) I had this happen this week. Um, My man's had a question for me and I was not ready to give an answer. Mm -hmm. And I asked politely and I said it that way. I'm like, I don't think I'm ready to fully answer that just Mm -hmm. yet. I need to process it a little bit more. I'm feeling emotions come up. Like I started like tearing up. I'm like, I feel triggered for some reason by this. Yeah. Let me figure out that part. Let me just work through this and um, I'll get back to you about when we can discuss this again. And we did. And it was, and I even said, I'm like, see how like, how, how," and I said, thank you for giving me the Mm -hmm. space to process that because I feel like I am have much more clarity this time approaching it than I would have in that moment. Yeah. And it's like learning about yourself and knowing that about yourself and about other people when they say that too, and not taking it offensively. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and I made sure to let him know too, like, it's nothing about like, I'm not mad that you asked or Mm -hmm. like anything like that. Like, I'm glad we have the space to talk about these things, but I just need space. Sometimes people just need the space to process themselves, to write it out, to work out, to go for a run, go to the gym, whatever it is to help them kind of work through that. It's, it's, it's okay to give people that space. Yeah. And as the person that's being told, i.e. myself, as the person (laughs) that's being told that space is needed, deal with your shit person that's listening to this going, no, but you have to be there for the, no. If you someone is telling you space. that they need space and it triggers you, you need the space too, because you need to figure yeah. out why this person putting up this boundary and asking to hold the space for themselves makes you want to maybe not, or it almost like offends you figure yeah. out what that is yeah. for me, childhood drama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And some people don't know, didn't have that were yeah. allowed no. that space. So they don't know how to give it there, or what yeah. that means. If there was an themselves. argument in my household, it was resolved when the adults of the situation wanted it resolved. Not necessarily when yeah. the children of the situation were like, get away from me. I need to be alone. Yeah. And so. that happens in some relationships too, where like, this is a weird example and I don't like really bringing it up, but it was in the public eye, like the whole Johnny Depp thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with that situation where he was like literally trying to just 
have space mm-hmm. and and it could be anyone in any situation if you are trying to just not get screamed at or to you can't have a conversation because you feel that it's escalating just the emotions are too high to resolve something it's in a, okay a to say i feel like we should take some time and some space to work through these emotions on mm-hmm. our own and come back when the energy level has calmed down a little yeah. bit and if the other person is like consistently unreceptive to that request you really need to take a hard look at whatever at the relationship. relationship that is whether and that it's when you're person dating, has whatever. a lot of healing to work mm-hmm. on because there is some abandonment issue there yeah. some of like there's there's some things that that person needs to work on because and it could the, be any ship they if yeah. they I feel like there's a lack of respect mm-hmm. when someone, and it's all an intro, like an interpersonal thing too. Like they, they don't want to give you the space because they feel threatened that you're going to leave when really all you just need is to clear your mm-hmm. head. And that can get really dangerous for couples, for families too. Well, and using the example you just gave with Johnny Depp and we're not, I don't even I don't really like her. Like so her I'm not, gonna say she doesn't get it. She, uh, not the, because like, no. we're ju- like girl, get help girl. Like and you, him too. They <laughs> both, both deal with their, yeah. their emotions in unhealthy ways for many years. Yes both of them but that's, period yeah. but that was like a part a of the situation where he of was trying to to, mm-hmm. to escape a situation that was getting too heightened and basically getting stalked and banging on the door and you can't yeah. how can you calm down if you don't it's have that space. literally just going to go to a chaotic hot and mess toxic and we've no seen way. that play out in that specific relationship mm-hmm. exactly so deal with emotions in a healthy way people yeah. hold some space and that also means actively listening without distractions mm-hmm. so if you're like venting to a friend and that friend's on their phone that is not holding space <laughs> and that's something no. that's really a problem in society these days is that type of distraction where especially in a deep conversation and sometimes even in the little everyday kind of things mm-hmm. when too many people are distracted by their phones and by everything else it's really hard to hold space because that space is just filled with everything else yeah and it's hard to clear that away so really try to be mindful of that and if someone's like telling you something and you can tell that there's a lot of emotions attached to it put your phone down and listen actively yeah. listen let them know i hear you i i can't imagine what you're going through, but I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Is there anything else that you have to say about this? I want to listen and like really validating the situation and letting them know how much you're there to support them. Yeah, well. that's, it's very important. And I mean, I'm hopefully all of us has have experienced someone that does that for you and yeah, you know how good that made you feel. So why wouldn't you want to be that for somebody else, especially if you care for them? Yeah. And like being open and compassionate, that's part of it is, mm-hmm. is that. So definitely make sure when someone's having an emotion that you let them have an emotion and parents to kids, let your kids have emotions, yeah. even if it's at an un- inconvenient time in an undesirable location, I telling them not to feel a certain way or telling little boys not to cry yeah. is not healthy. No. Did, did potentially you like it when it happened to you as a kid? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> Fine. Well, I Be more. Cycle. I feel like everyone needs to have a little bit more curiosity around emotions. Find out why it's so. I was just going to say so that, especially deep. in the example you gave about a child, if your child is having a reaction to something, I get that. Cause even I, when it's I'm around overwhelming. kids, yeah, even it's, when I'm around screaming. kids, my knee jerk reaction is like, stop it. 
again, yeah. maybe because that's, that's the reaction it. that I was given as a kid. But, um, you know, sometimes you, you have to fight those urges because you know, if you're an aware and mindful person that those are not they're toxic emotions and reactions. So if you are around a child and they're having a moment, just kind of stepping back and trying to see what it is like, like, why is it, why are you having this, this, uh, this reaction to something asking them, why are you having this reaction? Granted, some little kids just aren't going to answer because they're too little. Maybe they just need a nap or to eat. But again, if you can step out of your immediate reaction to that situation, and Hold look at space. it. Yeah. You might be like, oh, uh, yeah, the kid hasn't had a nap yet today. Probably freaking out because they're tired. Or I feel like you can just yeah. find any solution or just by stepping back. Yeah. Taking yeah. that moment, holding the space and then moving forward with more clear mindedness, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. But yeah. And then like holding space for ourselves um, gives us our own time to process through emotions and to really feel things because sometimes life just is too busy that we don't have a chance to feel Mm -hmm. things. I remember when my dad had a pretty serious accident. um, I was in like my fight mode. I was in like the, I just got everything done. I was taking care of being that support for my mom because she was really going Mm -hmm. through it. And like, I was really being that strong leader person. Mm -hmm. And then like out of nowhere, like four days later, I just sat there and I felt like the sadness around the whole thing and like let myself have that moment. I kind of didn't have a choice. It was all just like coming up. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh, here it comes. It was like a wave, but like it's sometimes we get into this and that was only a few days after, but some people just keep their lives so busy that they don't even have a chance. Yeah. They're distracting themselves on purpose sometimes. Yeah. Or sometimes like life just Mm -hmm. carries us away in that spiral too much. And that's really when it's important to keep ourselves grounded because then it allows us the time to do it. And that's really what holding our, the space for ourselves looks like is giving us actual time, Mm -hmm. not making excuses for it, like honoring ourselves and our emotions and knowing that even if we think it's ridiculous to feel a certain way that it's still valid. Yeah. I always find myself apologizing for my emotions and it's hard. And I feel very comforted, especially shout out to my man because he's like, no, what you're feeling is valid and mm-hmm. it's okay. And I'm like, okay, I guess <laughs> I feel like a mess about it. And I feel like, why should I have so many feelings? But really I need to, like, it's more about, okay, I have these feelings. I'm going to feel them. I can't question why I'm feeling them. Yeah. And maybe I'll explore that when I'm more ready, mm-hmm. but just allowing them to happen. One thing that I've realized in my just journey on bettering myself and being in therapy and things like that was one thing that the therapist really pointed out to me in the very beginning when I was going is that because like something would happen and I felt like I was handling it properly. And then days later I would be a hot mess or I'd just have these emotions and really just as sad as it is sometimes she had to point this out to me. Like if something really traumatic happens, you don't necessarily process it right away that day. No, you might feel good that you can move on, move on and go about your life. I did put quotes there for people that aren't watching. I forget. Sometimes people don't watch us, Um, (laughs) but you, you may have moved on, but in reality, you're just not fully processed of the situation yet. And that's why maybe three days later, a week later, whatever you have these like quote unquote mood swings. Well, it's because you're actually just now 
catching up with yourself and processing everything. So it's it's just crazy. And we need to really support ourselves when that happens. Um, And that's like you said, being your biggest cheerleader, allowing yourself to have those feelings, Mm -hmm. uh, recognizing if that means to take a rest day, to just lay there if it's coming out, Mm -hmm. to have a spa day, to do some me time, like whatever that is for you to just allow yourself to de-stress. Yeah, exactly. And just really loving yourself and allowing yourself to be a mess sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to like, don't be staying a mess. Yeah. Don't live there. Just hit that spot yeah. up real quick and be like, okay, that was enough. Now I'm going to go back to life and I'm going to be stronger and better because I had those feelings, but yeah. I didn't decide to live there. I think the most important thing is like how you would want to be there for a friend. You really need to be there for yourself. I know you've said that to me before in your own situation, mm-hmm. when you were like looking for advice and you've said, like, I would say this to myself. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then same thing. Like, what would you say to yourself if this was switched? Like, how would you reversed. comfort, how would you comfort <laughs> someone in the situation if it wasn't you? What is the wisest thing I've ever It's realized? really one of my favorite it is. It things is. that you've ever you, said. And I don't even know where I know where it came from divine, but Cause sometimes that's just what happens yeah. in my life. The divine pops out of my mouth, but it really was like, it was one of those wise ass things those, that like, I said. Lessons. And then I was like, Oh shit, maybe yeah. I should apply this to my own life. But it's yeah, good. It's, yeah. It's what really would you good say advice. to someone else. If they were in your situation, if they were grieving, if they were going through a work situation, yeah, like, what would how you would you comfort your friend if they were like going through that? And then give that to yourself. Cause you deserve it too, yeah. just as much. And I always say, if you have the balls to give somebody that advice with complete confidence and hope that they listen to you, yeah. why wouldn't you say that to yourself yeah. then? And, yeah. and be that if you would tell someone you're beautiful, you're so strong, tell that to yourself, literally tell that to yourself. Yeah. Cause you also deserve to hear that. I've things. done that with a friend. They literally cried once they were like, <laughs> I was like, what would you say about me? And they're like, you're beautiful. You're strong. I was like, okay, now, now say, now say that to yourself. yourself. They're like, Oh like, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. $50 copay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so yeah, I really feel that giving space for yourself is just as important, if not more mm-hmm. than holding space for someone else. And I am always going to say, do it for yourself first. So you can do it for other people. Exactly, Cause, Cause it's true. My whole life. I feel like I've held space more for others and in turn was hurt because that space wasn't like those yeah. same people may not have held space for me when I needed it. Yeah. And I'm very much in the realization of my life where maybe I should just hold that space for, for myself. myself first. You can't expect so other way, people yeah. to give you the type of emotional comfort that you give mm, them. Yeah. That's just telling you, you also need you from you. Yep. And that's powerful because oh, we're great. Yes. Yeah, throw that bad also because it's tarot time. Yes. So while Ashley shuffles those cards, let's hold some space for ourselves and take some nice deep breaths. I want these to be even. So three counts in three counts out. And we're going to start now inhaling one, two, three, and exhaling one, two, three again. Exhale. And last one. Let it all out. Interesting. I think that's it. Uh, So 
I'm not even going to necessarily focus on the what it is, but so much what they're doing. Okay, okay. So we have the Seven of Pentacles and the Queen of Cups. Both the these, they're solo. And I just, the message that I'm definitely feeling is very much the message of this episode, which is okay. take that time for yourself in both of the depictions. They're just solo sitting there. Yeah, there's no stuff. one else. They're yeah. focusing. They literally both are. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that what it is. she was, the queen was also just looking. So she, he's looking at all of the mm-hmm. pentacles and she's looking at her. Yeah. Cup. So I really, the, the message that I'm feeling mostly is that this is definitely uh, a nice reminder from the divine that everything this episode was pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> so, yeah, we, yeah. Like take that time to, to focus on your what you have. hard work yeah, and what you have focus yep. on things, take that time, hold that space for yourself. Um, and maybe it's because I so strongly feel that you need to hold that space for yourself. That maybe that's the, why I'm seeing what I'm seeing in these yeah. cards or feeling what I'm feeling, but I'm going to say it again. I will always be a proponent now, especially because I've done it for myself and can see how it benefits my life, my, you know, even spiritual journey, because I'm trusting myself more is holding that space for yourself. And in both situations, the result is pretty golden. I mean, dude has multiple pentacles and she's holding a literal golden chalice with a golden crown. So (laughs) definitely, I feel like the, the reward for holding that space for yourself is almost is has it's invaluable yes yeah love that and i have to shout you out if anyone wants an amazing reading from ashley you can check us out um at her facebook group a positive place yes please feel free to message me my life tends to be slightly chaotic (laughs) wow why did i want to say that way coyote yes i don't know (laughs) let's hope we don't come across one of those maybe that's an animal you need to research oh my god that was like what i should we do a quick, I know we're oh, almost yeah. over time, but okay. so I shopped. Well, at, this is going to go right into my plug. So yes, <laughs> I see that now. I shopped at the hidden gem. Um, luckily I am besties with the owner. So yes. I actually got to see stuff that some of y'all don't have access to on the website. Yeah. Still because the website. I do a lot of craft shows. So I keep some stuff exclusive to my craft shows yes. and some stuff on the website. So if you want to stay tuned for more of that and find out where I'll be vending, yes, you can follow say we should put that on site. our, yeah. Or we yep. can put that on the YouTube videos too. Yep. Maybe we can start putting your schedules down for stuff. Yeah, for sure. So Go I on. was, we have secret Santa's gift time. This is Christmas time. So I had seen something on her website that I wanted to get for someone. Yeah. And in person, I was like, absolutely. I want this. Ooh. And let me get this for someone. Ooh. And let me get this for something. And I was constantly drawn to this particular stone. Yeah. So all the jewelry that she was picking out and everything she was drawn to was that stone. And I was kind of just like, I I brushed it off. As Annie does. She lets me catch up with myself sometimes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny because like, if she wouldn't have said anything, then I don't look at it as that as a message. But she goes, why am I being so drawn to this? I feel like the third thing is like, let's just see what it means. So then I go... Well, if you're asking, then I think that maybe this is more for you. Like, I think you still think these are beautiful gifts for these people. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're asking, why am I drawn to the stone? Tells me you probably need this stone right yes. now. So then I got my little, I get little, 
like crystal cards that I give with my, my that's products. what I love with your products because like, I don't know what I'm a spiritual person. I don't know what these stones mean. Yeah. So I love that you give somebody like an actual like this card is, to tell them what it and is. And it's amazing when I do my crystal meditations, I let people just choose a stone based on intuition. And mm-hmm. then I give them the card like during the meditation yeah. and they're like, Oh damn. Like, yeah, I really needed this. It's in, it's incredible. And I love spirit and the spirituality aspect of it and how mm-hmm. that works. Like I just love it. So, um, I got the card out and Ashley just kind of took a leadership role not so long ago yeah. too. And we've been working through childhood traumas and talking about it. And we just had a great discussion about how crazy holidays were. Yeah. And it literally in that crystal card, it was like, this is a great stone for someone in the leadership position. Mm-hmm. It brings clarity and helps them make good decisions. And it's also for the heart and healing, you know, traumas from childhood. It literally like it was a <laughs> card. It out. should have said, dear Ashley, yeah. this, is what this, card is. <laughs> this is what this stone is because it was everything. I'm definitely still working on manifesting. I want that prosperity. Yeah. It literally hit every single aspect aspect of my life, including stuff that like, like I we were just, just talking on that about. we're just talking about. It yeah. was so crazy. Wild. So yeah, when it comes to crystals and even just anything in life, trust that intuition, recognize what you're being drawn to and mm-hmm. where your subconscious takes you, because that's what yeah. you need. It's don't be afraid to explore. I could have completely ignored the fact that I kept being yeah, but because she said that's what I was yeah. like. Nope. You, you yeah, need this because right now. I wanted to explore. I wasn't afraid to go. What does this mean exactly? And look, it, it was a beautiful thing to realize. So exactly. I've and worn them every day since I have them, by the way. I love yes, them. that's amazing. <laughs> so another thing I want to talk about quick before we wrap it up is that let's get spiritual. We'll be back in 2023. Yes. I cannot believe it's that it's so coming fast. here. This episode will be released right before the holidays and right at the peak of it all. Mm-hmm. So I want you all to really hold space for yourselves. I know the holidays aren't always great for everyone. Yeah. Um, and even if they yeah. are just hold that space in a perfect little bubble and appreciate the moments with the families, mm-hmm. even if you have to and don't hold be some afraid space. to tell them they're stressing <laughs> you the heck out. Like literally say it like that. Yeah. (laughs) Feel your emotions. Talk about your emotions and really just have time for the magic. There's a lot of magic around this time of year. Mm -hmm. I totally believe in the magic of Christmas and the miracles that happen. So I hope you all do too. Yes. And I hope you all stay spiritual. Have a great rest of your day and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Yes. We will see you in 2023. Bye. Bye.